Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. Well, what else are you going to do? We have two choices. We can be swept along with the fear of the world and get and be in panicked, if that's a word, in panicked or panic with their fear. Or you can stand on God's rich word. Somebody say, well, what if I do and it doesn't work? What if I do and it doesn't work? Well, how about this? I would rather live in faith and die in victory than I would to live in fear and die in defeat. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another Bible study right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. Oh, we're going to have another awesome time tonight, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me. We're going to have a great, great, great time. If this is your very first time joining us, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you've been joining us for quite a while, I'm glad to have you back. We missed last week, but we're here this week and we're ready to go again. Remember, you can always catch up on the uh, earlier episodes by going to our website at kingdomrock.org. There you can catch today's episode and the entire series and so much more. We've got podcasts there. As a matter of fact, we have a, a booming podcast network with so many other podcasters and their messages. Some are five minutes, some are 10 minutes, some are 45 minutes, uh, but their messages will brighten your day every day. So check it out. I know it's going to bless you. And while you're on the website, if the Lord leads you to support the ministry, become a partner with us, we'd be so glad to have you. Our partners keep us going. Thank you so much for your support, your prayers, and for your viewing and listening. Awesome. We are praying for you guys. I'm telling you, I am praying for you, and I thank you for joining us. Well, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into tonight's message. As you know, the last time we were together, we started out on a new series uh, and we talk about God's protection plan. God help us. And we need the Lord's help now more than ever. And we've been looking in the book of Psalms, Psalm 91, uh, to be particular. We started there last time and I think we got to verse number one. So we're going to start uh, there and pick up and hopefully get on down to verse number three today. Psalm 91 has 16 glorious verses and uh, so let's go ahead and read it and uh, we'll go further from there. Okay. So let's go ahead and read Psalm 91. Now I like to read it out of the King James version, but you're welcome to read it with me out of whatever version you like. All right, let's go ahead and do it. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. 
And I love the transition in verse number nine. This is, this is so awesome. awesome. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Oh, I love the word of God. Now, we stopped last time on number one, and so we're going to go further on down. But if you notice in the, in, in the whole psalm, there is some uh, speech by a narrator, you know, and then there's some speech as a testimony, as someone that has gone through this. And then we hear further on down, it's the Father that speaks directly to us. Uh, it's awesome. The whole thing is just awesome. So let's go back up verse number one and go work our way down. Last time we talked about this in verse number one, he that dwelleth in the secret place, he who dwells or sits in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. For more on that, go back to last time for part one. Let's go now to part number two or verse two, should I say? All right. Verse two says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. So notice again, verse number one says, he that dwells. So it's talking like, you know, in general, like there's a narrator who's giving a, who's giving a general call. He or she or whoever is dwelling in the secret place, whoever is sitting there in the secret place, whoever has found shelter in the Father. Remember, you're going to abide for the night while this storm passes over, while this danger pass, oh, passes over. You're going to abide there with the Lord. Now, and then verse number two, it seems like a testimony, right? Verse two says again, I will say... So verse one starts off, he that or she that, general call. But then here's a testimony of the person that has made the Lord uh, their dwelling place and their abiding there. This is the testimony. This is our testimony. It says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Now, remember, there's a lot going on in Psalm 91. There are, uh, there's pestilence, or we can say viruses, epidemic, pandemics, as we can say now. And there's warfare. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of violence and a lot of things going on in, in the dark, just like it is now today. And the Father has given us promises here in the Word of God and uh, promises of protecting us, of keeping us safe. But We've got to get into this word and you've got to declare this word. You've got to believe with all your heart. And I, I know the father will secure you safe and sound. So we're going to declare his word. Remember, it's it. The word of God is always true. But the question is, is it true to you? 
Will it be true or will it manifest in your life? Remember, uh, salvation, the Lord Jesus died upon the cross, what, thousands of years ago, right? And he saved all of mankind then. But when did that become true to you? right when you believed it and you confessed it and you began to walk in it and that truth began to manifest in your life it's the same thing here in Psalm 91 we've got to believe this we've got to confess it we've got to stand upon his word hallelujah and we're going to see it manifest in our lives so what are we going to see manifest let's go again verse number two is our testimony we can claim this is our testimony I will say of the Lord he is my refuge and my fortress, I love this, my God in him will I trust. Remember verse one talked about uh, sitting down in him, he who dwells or sits down in the secret place. Remember in the time of panic and everybody's panicking and, and there's frustration, there's aggravation, there's a lot of fear. And when that's present, when fear is present, you don't want to sit, you want to run. Remember, you want to run. We talked about that on last time. But now the Lord said, if you decide to make the father your, your fortress, make him your refuge, your place of safety, you're going to run to him, your fortress, he's your secure place. You're going to say, my God in him will I trust. Now, why are we saying this? Because there will be a lot of opportunity around you to try to trust in other things. But you have decided, I will stand with the Lord. I will stand upon the word of God. We're going to have to be steadfast in this and stand on his word. Now understand mask wearing, that's great. Go ahead and do it. Uh, uh, hand sanitizer, washing your hands, uh, social distancing, all that's great, but that's not what's keeping us. It's the father that is keeping us and he's keeping us through his word. Hallelujah, through his word. Mask wearing and sanitizing and washing and social distancing, all these are tools that we can use because the Bible declares that faith without works is dead. Hallelujah. So there's nothing wrong with all those things, but it is not that that is keeping us. Just like the locks on your doors aren't keeping your family safe from robbers and attack. It's the Lord. Hallelujah. It's the blood of Jesus that is keeping us safe. Hallelujah. And you are a great driver, but it is not your driving skills that are keeping other people from attacking you or should I say wrecking your car. It is the blood of Jesus. It is our helper. It is our heavenly father. And we have to acknowledge him. Hallelujah. When we acknowledge him, I'm telling you, we begin to see the manifestation even more so. Glory to God. We have to acknowledge him. It is he that is our sustainer. It is he that is our helper. It is he that is our healer. It is he that is our deliverer. And we proclaim claim that hallelujah it is him we're not like those that have no hope we have our hope in Christ glory to the lamb of God hallelujah and this is how we're going to stay should I say sane in this hour there's a lot of fear a lot of panic a lot of dread but this is how we're going to have peace we're going to rest in father we're going to rest in him so verse number two says again, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God. And here's that declaration. In him 
will I trust? You've got to put your foot down on that. In him will I trust. When you see something happen on the news, when you say, oh, the numbers have really grown and, and this is happening and that's happening, these many people have died and, and that's happening, this happening, you say, oh, in him will I trust. I will stand upon the word of God. Hallelujah. But what else are you going to do? We have two choices. We can be swept along with the fear of the world and get and be in panicked, if that's a word, in panicked or panic with their fear. Or you can stand on God's rich word. Somebody say, well, what if I do it and it doesn't work? What if I do it and it doesn't work? Well, how about this? I would rather live in faith and die in victory than I would to live in fear and die in defeat. Oh my God, somebody needs to hear that. I would rather live in peace with the hope of God in my heart every day, living in peace, living in faith, living by my faith, living by faith, than living in panic, oh, and in dread. Hallelujah. All right, so I would prefer to live in Christ and remember, our faith in God is not based on other people's testimony. It's based on what he said. Shout of God, hear me. It's not based on what happened to someone else. We thank God for them. I don't believe in God based upon what they say. I know him because of what he said in his word, and I believe his word. And through his word, I've developed a personal relationship with him through the preaching of his word. I know him. Hallelujah. And I'm known by him. And I pray that's your testimony as well, that you know him and that you're known by him. The Lord says he knows his own. All right. So let's look further on down here. So verse number two is our testimony. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. We make that declaration. Now, verse three, and we'll stop with this today. I love this. Verse three says, surely, oh, here's that positive confession. Surely he shall deliver thee. So it's a, so hearing and hears that voice of the narrator, you know, surely he shall deliver thee. You know, the psalmist is saying, surely he shall deliver you or truly without a doubt, without a doubt, grab a hold of that, without a doubt. He says, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Now, that's where we're going to stop here today. We're going we're gonna to go in it. Don't worry. We're going to go into that. But I want you to, this is so good. We, 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 I've got to bring out some special things to bring this point to you. He says, surely he's going to deliver you. Surely he shall deliver you. That's not even a question. Surely he shall deliver you. Now the word deliver there means to, uh, it means to save from danger. It means to, we can say it means to, evacuate. Surely he shall deliver you. It means also to snatch you out of harm's way. Surely he shall deliver you from what? From two things. One, the snare of the fowler and two, from the noisome pestilence. Let's look at both of those for a moment. Surely, in other words, this is a positive. It's going to happen. He's going to snatch you out. He's going to deliver you. He's going to save you. He's going to rescue you from those two things, from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. Let's talk about the snare of the fowler. 
snare means a trap. It means a trap, right? And literally, the snare talks about a bird trap. So he says, surely he will deliver you from the bird trap. Now that's kind of odd. And, and it's also very specific. Many translations just say trap. But if you look this thing up, hallelujah, in the original language, you'll find that it means, it does mean trap, but it's specifically bird trap. So the only way a hunter, it says, he will deliver us from the snare of the fowler. A fowler means hunter. We're going to talk more about that in a second. The only way a bird can be trapped by a hunter or by a, by a fowler here, a hunter, is if when the bird is flying, it has to look down and see something. It has to be distracted by something. Something looks appealing to it. This trap is out of the reach of the bird. I mean, it, it just can't affect the bird. The bird has to come down to get trapped. Oh, somebody is getting that. Are you getting that? The bird has to come down. All right. So how is this affecting us today? When we're flying high with the Lord, flying high in our faith, hallelujah, we're walking on water. We're believing what God said. And you, and you say, Lord, I'm living by your word. I'm praying. I'm studying your, I'm seeking your face. But here's something, here's something that happens. The Lord shows you, or should I say, uh, the Lord of the flies, the devil, shows you something that's shiny, something that is tempting and we swoop down to see it. But other than that, we're, the devil can't touch you. Glory to God. But what he can do in this time is try to prepare something that is tempting to you, that is appealing to you. Now, the word fowler, now grab a hold of this. The word fowler, it does mean hunter, but specifically, I love this in the, I love this in the original language, specifically, the fowler means bait layer bait layer. So he says, the word says, surely he shall deliver you. God the Father shall deliver you, rescue you, snatch you out of uh, danger. He shall deliver you from the trap, from the bird trap of the bait layer. Now, a bait layer simply is this. He is a hunter that is skilled in knowing what his prey likes. He is skilled in knowing what this animal or other creature likes. So there's a bird. Hey, here's a worm or here's whatever birds <laughs> eat. There's this animal. And I know that the hunter says, I know what this person likes. So I'll put that there and that's going to draw them because the enemy cannot touch you. He cannot touch you. You're, you're riding on the wings of the Spirit. Hallelujah. You're flying on the wings of the Spirit, out of touch of the enemy's control and out of the enemy's hand. All he can do is try to bait you, bring you down to his level where he can try to capture you. Now, so the enemy knows your bait. He knows what you like. He knows what you're into. All right. Now, again, we are high. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places at the right hand of God. The Bible tells us that. Hallelujah. You are high. You are high. You're high out of the reach of the enemy. Glory to God. But hmm, the enemy knows you got eyes and he knows he can tempt you with something. And he tempts you with something that you like until that time that your soul has been transformed. And we'll see this in the text. Your soul has been transformed and his bait is no longer appealing to you. 
My God, my God, time is almost gone. All right, come on, let me try to bring this thing on home. He said, God said, surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the bait of the hunter, or from, or from the uh, bait layer's trap. Now, how will Father do this? How will he do this? How will he deliver you? In three ways. So, this is how. Let me bring this um, to you. So, uh, since we're... Yeah, let's use our imagination. We're here in our vault, uh, but let's change the scene and uh, let's use some imagination. How about that? All right, this is what I'm thinking here. All right, so here we are, and yes, it's a plain background, but I, I want you to see something here, all right? So don't rag me later about my background's glory, all right? All right, so the Bible says that God will deliver us from the snare of the fowler, right, and from the noise and pestilence. Noise and pestilence, by the way, means deadly disease. It could also mean, also interpret it, raging epidemic. Now, I'm not making this stuff up. Raging epidemic, deadly disease or raging epidemic. Now, and we'll get more into that. But how will the Father deliver us? Well, there are three primary ways that I know of that the Lord's dealt with me about of deliverance. One, He will show you the danger. All right, here we are. Let's, um, why don't we use fire? How about that? It's kind of cold, so here we go. Yeah. All right, there's a fire. So one way that Father can deliver us is by telling us, hey, there's a fire there. There's a fire, and I see that there's a fire, and so therefore, I'll go around it. No big deal. He has delivered me from that. Maybe I didn't see it. Obviously, I didn't see it. Uh, and when he showed me about it, told me about it, when he told you about the business deal, or told you about this person, or, or told you about this event, don't go here, don't do that, guess what? He delivered you from that trap that the enemy had set for you. All right, first way of deliverance, the Father shows you, hey, that's it, don't walk over there. And, and, in, in, and in effect, he has delivered you. Second way Father can deliver you, uh, this is gonna get a little bit, um, yeah, let's do this. Okay, it's hot now, it's hot. <laughs> it's fire all around me now. So the Father says, hey, you know, I can deliver you from that. You know, we're in it and it's trying to consume us and he picks us and he takes us out of the fire. That's deliverance as well. We were in danger, thank God, we're not anymore. And uh, <coughs> yeah, there was a lot of smoke around here. We're not in it anymore because we have been rescued out of danger. You were in it, but Father rescued you from it. And third, oh, which I believe is also true in this hour, very much so, is that we can be in the fire, but we have divine protection covering us all around us. We're in it, but we're not affected by it. Just like, the, uh, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the Old Testament, they were in the fiery furnace, but the fire was not burning them up. Their clothes didn't even smell like smoke. Just like Daniel in the lion's den. He was in the lion's den, but the lion's mouths were shut. He was in danger, around danger, but the danger was not in him. 
And this, I believe, is a true interpretation of this time right now. We're going to get back to this on next time. Oh, my goodness, my time is out. That, that even though we're in a dangerous time and there is danger all around us, the Father promises deliverance either by telling you, don't touch that, don't go there, stay home that day, one, or you're in it and you, you don't know how you got in it and it's around you and Father picks you up and takes you out of that thing. He carries you out, no hurt whatsoever. Or third, he keeps you safe while you are there, unaffected and untouched. And we're going to see this next time, even how there's another source of deliverance in the very next part. It says, surely the Lord will deliver us from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. One definition of the word noisome is desire. Now, this is very odd. He will deliver you from the desire of the disease. It's almost like, or from the desire from the raging epidemic, we can say, or from the uh, deadly disease, yes. He will deliver you from the desire of the deadly disease. So it's almost like that disease or the virus has a mind of its own, who it's going to attack this person, but not that one, here, but not there. God says, here again, he will deliver you from the desire of the disease, desire of the uh, raging epidemic. Now that's really something, isn't it? He says, I'll deliver you from it. In other words, it won't have a desire uh, to come to you or attach to you. Now that's what is written actually there in the book. Hallelujah. Now look forward to talking with you more about that on the next time. My goodness. Oh, our time is out. We're trying to keep these short because I know you're a busy person. You've got a lot of things, a lot of things going on. And because I believe I receive a commission to do that, we could go a whole lot longer. But Lord willing, we're going to be back here on next week and we'll talk about it some more. So your homework this week is do some research, do some study. But most importantly, declare God's word over your life. We're going to say, Father, you said in your word, surely you will deliver me from the snare of the fowler. So whatever traps the enemy has set for me today, Father, I thank you that you either show me where it is or you take me out of it. Or Father, you give me supernatural grace to walk through this thing and not be hurt. Father, thank you for delivering me from the uh, noise and pestilence or the, the desire of this virus. Thank you, Lord, that you have no desire for me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that supernatural immunity. Father, I declare that over myself and over my family, we are safe and secure in Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Amen. So you can declare words like that. Make God's word your own. Remember verse 2 says, I will say the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. And then he goes on telling us why we're going to trust in the Lord. Why? Because he's made all things for our provision. He's made a provision for our protection and for our safety. So let's stand on the Word of God. Stand on the Word of God. Don't worry about what if or this person, that person. I would rather, again, stand on the Word of God, live in faith, live in faith and die in victory, if, if, if that's the case. I'd rather do that, live in faith and die in victory than, than to live in fear and worry and dread, live horrible days and 
die that way as well. So we don't want to do that. Jesus has already given us a plan of protection. So let's stick with it. All right, my friends, I look forward to being with you on next time. Remember, if you're a first timer here, uh, you can give us a, a thumbs up if you found value in this video, or you can subscribe if you like as well. You can check out our podcast, but most importantly, go to our website at kingdomrock.org. There you can see this production and, and a whole lot more. And if you are led, we would surely love it if you would also uh, give toward the work of the ministry here. A little bit goes a long way. So we thank you, thank you, thank you for your prayers and support and for your viewing and listening. And I, and I look forward to being back with you on next time for part three of this series. God bless you, love you guys, and we will see you on the next time. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today, only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.